Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Rizzio, founder of Soul Language, and I'm dedicated to providing my listeners with tangible tools to embody their divinity and create a life based on freedom. This is Asked and Answered by Soul, where we focus on topics that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. And today I get to talk to Willow James, and we're talking about embracing your dreams and getting out of your own way. Hello, Willow. Hello, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much. I'm so excited that you're here. And I've known you for, oh my God, a long time, which is crazy. Pretty long, yeah. A bunch of years. Like yesterday, right? But, you know, I really, I want to know the answer to this question. And I, I love it from people that I, I know very well, because it always gives me new insight to who they are. And I think it allows the audience to really understand who you are on such a deep level. So what does your soul share with you throughout your journey? What does my soul share with me throughout my journey? Wow, what a question. Um, gosh, I think the, where, where that question takes my mind is, is kind of learning how to hear it. Um, and so I think in many ways, my soul has, has reached out and kind of, um, sometimes it's not so gentle. <laughs> sometimes it's kind of a big smack. Sometimes it's a very soft, uh, you know, pulling. Um, and usually the bigger, the bigger uh, smacks come from a, a place where I haven't been paying attention or I haven't been uh, listening quite as clearly as I should, um, or could, I should say. Um, and so to me, I think it's, it's, it's about learning how to hear. Yeah. where where you need where you need to go and where the guidance is coming from and i think for me it's become very clear as i've as i've grown over the years what what is a a good fit and what is not a good fit and i and i feel it viscerally like i i literally feel it in my body in many instances i can get myself all twisted up in my head and then not be able to tell um but <laughs> if i'm lucky i don't go there <laughs> i let myself figure it out um before that happens yeah, and what I really love, so, you know, Willow is an author, and what I really love about you is, is that you've embraced that dream, and you have had to get out of your own way, and you write from a place of, sorry, my things are going off, you write from a deep place of listening, and, and really tapping into that guidance, and hearing, like, it's, it's, the characters are created on such a different level than just you know oh i'm going to create a character they're they're actually kind of the way i always see it with you is they pop out of you know thin air and they come fully alive and engaged yes they're they're given to me you know they're 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 provided <laughs> so, and I love that. so yeah how have you embraced your dreams throughout the years and, and what wisdom would you offer someone who has this big dream and it keeps shying away from it? Um, well, I would first say that be patient with yourself because this has taken me 
um, I would say actively taken me almost 10 years to figure out. Um, and passively, I would add another 10 years to that list um, because I would say it was way back in 2004, 2005, even before when I decided I wanted to start writing novels. Um, and actually, if I go back, I can, I can see it even earlier. Like I can see it in my childhood. I can see it in my more, my younger years. And then, um, you know, I got, I got some negative feedback in college and, you know, people didn't really encourage me. So I didn't really embrace it. And I didn't really try, um, to figure it out, even though I felt a, a, a big draw to it. I kept a journal for most of my life. And, um, I wrote every day, even though I never really, thought about turning it into anything. And I think in part, it was because of that negative feedback. And so I guess one of the things I would say is, is if you, if you have a dream and you're getting some of that negative um, or critical feedback, then, then, you know, there's places to listen to it, but there's a lot of places, especially in the beginning where it doesn't help at all. Um, it, it really is more important that you embrace what you're doing and just put things out. And if you have to, you know, use a pen name, if you have to find a way to, to put it out into the world so that you know you've done it um, and you are able to pick and choose what feedback you bring back in. I think we all have to learn how to build a, a bit of a thicker skin um, and understand where something um critical is coming from and if it's coming from a clean place of someone who actually wants to help and support you or if it's coming from a place where someone is just stuck in their own crap and they're and they're flinging it at you yeah. <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> instead of offering you a gift which you know I've, I've, I've had lots of great feedback that is really helpful and helps me move forward um that could be perceived as as negative but it isn't because it's delivered in love and it's delivered in um in a way of of here's something i think will help you versus you know oh you you suck and this sucks and yeah <laughs> yeah and i think that's i think that's critical you know i remember uh years ago talking to a, a very famous coach uh who worked with very famous people and i did a discovery session and and you know, I talk from the heart, I talk from guidance, and she didn't like what I had to say. Mm. And she went after me, like in a split second. Mm. She's like, I, I don't even like your name or your company. I don't like the sound of your voice. Like, I was like, what just happened? And it took me, mm. you know, it's that I have the ability to pull that curtain back. Mm -hmm. And people, you know, and I did it with really love and really gentle. And, you know, I think so often, um, sometimes you have to step back and go, whoa, again, that's not about me. That's about you, especially when you're embracing and creating this dream. Um, I think we use it as a way to get in our own way sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, like I said, patience and kindness to yourself are really big in this process because the, the things that get in your way are the places where you're, you're unkind to yourself or you're harsh on yourself um, or you're listening to someone else being unkind or harsh. And um, so if you can find place the way back to those, to those, those places of compassion um, and you, you can, you'll be able to embrace that dream in a, in a, in a, in a, a more expeditious way sooner. How has your dream adapted? Like, how have you adapted uh, the dream so it became more of a reality? 
Um, well, I think for me, the, you know, this, the being able to publish has been pretty recent. Um, and part of it was just finding the right fit. I did not even know that out in the world, there was such a thing as short romance stories and that you could self-publish them on Amazon and that there's a voracious audience of readers who want to read a story that is only 5,000 or 15 or 20,000 words long. Um, so once I realized that was a possibility, all of a sudden, all the pieces clicked into place and I was able to move it forward in a completely new way. Um, and so I guess I would encourage people to keep trying on new versions of the same thing because there's a thousands of different versions of ways to write books, even in just one genre like romance. And I just, I didn't know and I hadn't done the research. And so I accidentally happened upon somebody writing an ebook about how to make money selling short romance novels or short romance stories. And I, I went, oh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> and I, I did everything that was in the book. And then she, the woman sold a little, little $47 course. I did everything in the course and I put out a book. <laughs> there it is, you know? So it's, it's one of those things where when the pieces click, it, it really makes a difference. So keep trying to find um, the right fit. And if you feel like you've found it already, but it's not working, just keep, keep massaging and keep, um, you know, maneuvering the parts until you find it, find the way that it does work. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's key. I think, I think so often we have this dream and we're creating these details around the dream that because it's the only way we know how to create the feeling of the dream is with those details where something's much bigger, right? Like I always wanted to be creative. And the only way that I knew what to be creative way back 30 something years ago was, Oh, you got to be an artist and artists paint, or they do this or they do that. Mm -hmm. Like um, mm -hmm. I'm highly creative and I'm not using the degree in photography really that, you know, but look at me right so i think that you know so often we have this limited you know we don't know that you can build with stone we just think you can only build with wood it's very true yes we limit we limit our tools um and and yeah it's interesting and, and important to to try things on um and it's interesting because there's also an, an opposite variation to that and which is when you have too many choices you can become paralyzed and not able to move forward either so um you know from that standpoint if you're from like what you were just saying if you're having this sort of creative urge creative itch uh, but you don't know where to apply it you don't know if it's painting or if it's writing or if it's photography or if it's um music or something else then then give yourself a box to play in for a little while and then try a new box because if you leave it too wide open and you're wandering in this open space and you can't find your way anywhere but if you if you go someplace then you try that on and you'll find the part of that that works for you and then you can carry it to the next place um and and take the next piece and and sort of build your own i love that so yeah. what has been the burning question that you've been asking yourself lately how much can I handle? Because <laughs> I work a full-time job and, um, you know, I have, I have two dogs who are, who are very, uh, very needy. <laughs> One of them is harassing me right now. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I live in, in a world with a relationship, so I give time to that and I have friends and family and, you know, so there's, there's very little time to apply to, to this dream. And so finding the, a way to incorporate it so that there's space when I'm not exhausted and not totally you know, wiped out and brain dead from work and everything else is, is challenging. Um, but also recognizing that that's okay. Like I can, I can take the night off if I'm tired. Um, 
but I'm finding that having a deadline out there is really helpful for me. If the deadline is too close, it becomes actually uh, detrimental <laughs> from the standpoint of I get stuck and I get, I get scared and I can't push toward it. Um, whereas if, if there's no deadline, then I don't move at all. But if there's a deadline that's somewhere out there, I can kind of say, okay, in the next week or two, I need to move this piece forward. In the next week or two, I need to move this piece forward. And so I'm able to, to, take bites out of the elephant, so to speak. You know, the, the old saying is, how do, you, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? You know, mm-hmm. and, and so for me, I'm finding that sweet spot. And again, it's about experimenting. It's about figuring out what works for you because everyone is completely different. Yeah, and it's about giving yourself a structure that's movable and adaptable. Cool. Um, and then when resistance comes up, moving through that. So exactly. tell us a little bit about your book and where people can get it. Okay. Well, there's two books. The first one is called Knockout and you can get it on Amazon. Which I've e-book. read and I love it, everyone. Oh, thank you In fact, so much. It's so good. I, I, I actually like, oh my God. Uh, uh, I'm a little like, am I blushing? It's really good. It's one of those, you know, it's a little I kind of wish, part of me kind of wish that is that like I had that book when I was like a teenager because I love yeah. that <laughs> You know, it, it was kind of, uh, the writing's very lovely. It, it's it's sophisticated. It's a fast read and sophisticated, what I love. And it's steamy. Mm-hmm. It's a steamy book, everyone. It, it is, it's got some steam. <laughs> that one's got some serious heat, I think. <laughs> I like it. I really enjoyed writing it. It was a lot of fun for me. Um, and then there's a second book in the series. The series called is called Beautiful Boxers. And it's um, it's it's just, it's about a little town in, in Massachusetts, a made up town called Walton, Massachusetts. It's it's not too far from the ocean, but um, it's, and it's just, it's the different, some of the different people in the town. And the first book has a couple of characters, one who's just moved to the town and one who's been there a long time. The second book has a couple of people who've been around a while. And the second one is called In Her Corner. Um, and you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm loving, you know, developing this world that these people are moving around in and, um, I'm really enjoying the feedback from different people like you or, you know, hearing what people like and, and working, learning to incorporate that and just learning more about writing. And it just, it, there's so much and it's so exciting. It's so fun. And I feel, I feel like I'm way, way behind because there's so many people who are further ahead of me. And I have to remind myself regularly that there's a lot of people who haven't even started and that there's plenty of time. And in five years, I'll look back and go, wow, look how far I've come, you know, and I don't have to learn it all today. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, a, it's a constant, there's a constant, I don't know, battle going on in my brain with with all of this and I I suspect that's true for a lot of people Um, but you did ask where people can find the book so they can find it on Amazon but you can also go to my website which is willowjames.com and um, the series is listed there with any other books that may come out in the meantime I love that so my last question is if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator what would your magnet say kindness Wow. I don't I, that's it's just that's one of my favorite favorite things to me it encompasses so much you know compassion is is to me a kind of a, a more spiritual version of kindness so kindness to me is 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 the earth planted version of compassion <laughs> and and I would utilize both those words in discussing who you are across you know the years that I've I've known you um Thank never you so never a bad bone even if she's being not so nice it's still like that's me what are you talking about well you know it takes one to know one so uh, I, always, I always like everyone's like you have such a big heart I was like are you are you talking it's about still me? true are you You're sure really you're talking about me? oh 
Oh no, you're 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 one of the most generous people I've ever come across. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and it's so funny because I I'm always pushing myself to be more generous because I think that I can be very stingy. So <laughs> funny how we perceive ourselves, isn't it? It really is, and we really are not. You know, I I have had so many experiences since I've grown up looking back at pictures of when I was younger, and I look back at pictures like in high school, and I was like, oh my god, I was I was actually a, a pretty attractive person, uh-huh. and I wasn't fat at all, and I thought I was fat, and I thought I was ugly, and, you know. <laughs> and I look back now at pictures of you know ten years after that, and I'm like, oh my god, I really looked at and at the time I thought. So now I'm trying to remember. Okay, you might think you look this way, but you don't. You might think you act this way, but honestly, you're you're little different than than you see yourself yeah be kind (laughs) yeah I mean a friend of mine like every year on our anniversary like and she's been married like 20 something years she posts the wedding photo and there I am and I'm like Mm. oh my god I'm so skinny (laughs) he goes you don't even have boobs in that photo I was like I know I was so skinny (laughs) you know and, and it's so it's just so funny and I you know I think also that, you know, I think a part of the embracing your dream is really, you know, being present with where you are and knowing that you have everything you need right here, right now, and letting go of all those things that you don't have at the moment. Well, and we create so much distress and so much trauma in our lives for, for really no reason. I can't remember the exact quote, but Mark Twain said something like thousands of horrible things have happened to me in my life and almost all of them have been in my head. And, you know, to me, that's such a profound thing. Like I watch people um, spinning around politics or spinning around other topics. And and I I personally disconnected from the news many years ago and and don't engage it because one of my rules is if if I'm not going to care about it in six months, then I probably don't need to engage it right now. Um, and, And I found that you know, I always find out what's happening, the really important things, because somebody talks to me about them. And so I get the headlines, so to speak. <laughs> and, and so much of it is just machinations, you know, it's just tiny little movements that, that people are paying so much attention to and stressing out about. And, um, you know, like when COVID started at the beginning of, of the period of time, my mother was so worried. And I kept saying, mom, today, right now, we're all okay. We have food, we have shelter. We have, you know, heat, we have comfort, we have each other, we have this technology that lets us be connected, you know, and, and to me that, that trying to remember to stay in that moment is, is one of the ways that we can be kind and generous to ourselves. Yeah, and, and you know, this comes also through your characters of your book. There's, there's so many um, profound spiritual, profound practical spiritual messages within your characters and... Um, <laughs> You know, so you might have to read it twice, everyone, to get that because sometimes the steam, you know, like you're like, Whoa. yeah, it kind of carries you through. Yeah. My editors didn't have any comments for me on on the on the steamier scenes, and I realized later when I read them and found problems, I realized it was because they they were too caught up in it, they hadn't yeah. been able to provide feedback in the same way because yeah, exactly. I found a lot of errors when I read it myself like, two or three times. <laughs> So I want to thank you so much for playing with me today and coming on and um, for you to accept and really, you know, accomplish your dreams. You know, it was a great book. I'm looking forward to the second one. Um, You know, it's too bad, like, because, you know, you used to read those books in your closet as a kid, right? So now they're just like, they're digital. And I'm like, I miss kind of like putting it in another book because... Right, or making a little cover for it. Exactly, that was half the fun of, of reading it. It's, I know. You know, it's that good. And um, so thank you so much for being a part of the show. 
Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. And I really very much appreciate you. Thank you. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul with Jennifer Rizzio. So please feel free to share this podcast with your community. Leave a comment or a review. Contact me directly. Download it. Subscribe. And of course, contact all of each one of my guests and pick up this book, or should I say download this book? Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, bye for now. And don't forget, you don't have to find your connection. You are your connection. Bye for now. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the rock podcast back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30 minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric Acid. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B, and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid.